What's good, guys? It's your host, Adrian Evans. Welcome to the Black Wealth Media Podcast, where we dive into the stories of black entrepreneurs and we talk about how we can create wealth and build legacy within the black community. Let's get into this episode. Yo, I saw. How do I sound, man? Oh, um, I, you're not coming to my headphones. Hold on, you're coming to my phone. Okay. Hold on, I'm trying to adjust it. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Um, coming in. Boom. Um, I hear you though. Okay. I get this situated. What about now? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, it's, it's being weird. I think it's something I selected. I probably selected the wrong thing, maybe. But um, I hear you just fine, though. Okay, yeah, you sound pretty clear, too. What's going on, Golly? All right, man. How you doing, man? I'm here, man. I'm here. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. That's good. That's good. All right, man. Um, you ready to get started? Let's get this. All right. Uh, welcome to the Black World Media Podcast, guys. I'm your host, Adrian Evans. I'm here with Hassan Rose. Um, he is the owner of Gaines Fitness. Hassan, man, tell the people how you doing, man. Tell the people about yourself. What's going on, y'all? Once again, my name is Hassan Rose from Harlem, born and raised, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, I basically teach self-sufficient people how to become their own personal trainers with physical and nutritional literacy. Okay. Okay. That's different right there. That's different. Um. So tell me, man, like, you know, where did your, you know, personal training journey begin? Like, how did you get into it? Okay, so long story short, I came up as a skinny kid. You feel me? So she doesn't know, but the biggest inspiration came from my mom, right? Okay. So my mom, she used to hit me in my chest. She'd be like, yo, you need some bass in your chest, right? (laughs) She used to keep doing that stuff, which I got tired of it. So I'm like, yo, I want to start working out and everything. So I started working out, um, started eating everything, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a couple of years later, so my body transformed. So I started gaining, I'm like heavier, have more muscle now. So now my friends are working out with me, right? So 2012, right? It was me, my friend Albert, and my brother Trevor, Trevor Cassidy, right? Yes, sir. Or training and Planet Fitness on two fifth. So we training everything. So Al said, "Yo, you should be a personal trainer." This is in 2012, right? So at first I was like, "Eh," you feel me? I didn't think anything about it. And then later on, like it marinated. So I was considering. I'm like, "Hmm, maybe this could be a thing." So the seed was planted in 2012. I didn't go forward with it until about 2016. Um. I enrolled in the personal training school, uh, 2015, excuse me, 20, uh, and graduated in 2016. You feel me? So about 2013, 2014, I made a plan, like, maybe I will do a personal training, like, that could be a career kind of thing. You feel me? So the decision was made, like, 2014, 2013, excuse me, uh, didn't make the move until 2015, became certified 2016, 
been training ever since then. So I've been working in gyms. First gym that hired me was Crunch. In Crunch, I went to Blink. I was in Blink for about uh, two and a half years. Then I went to Equinox. Equinox is like my last gym, uh, last um, commercial gym that I worked for. And then once pandemic hit, then I was like, all right, so I'm on my own. I basically left. I left Equinox. And I started doing my own thing. Okay, okay. And, um, man, big shout-out to Trevor Castleberry, man. That's my dude. Um, super cool guy. And, um, yeah, man, my next question to you is, man, like, you know, how did you make that transition from working in different gyms to now working on your own? Like, how did that work for you? Um, it was basically um, the experience. So, you know, so I right. – First gym that hired me was Crunch. So, you know, you anywhere new, you like, you kind of like, you feel like you're walking on eggshells. You feel me? You're trying to fill out the spot, fill out the people and everything. So, I knew nothing about sales, like, nothing about sales as far as personal training, right? When we went, when we went to school, when I went to school for it, they said nothing about sales, right? So, I get into it. So, like, sales, I'm like, oh, what? And we talk about big numbers. We talk about thousands and thousands of dollars. So I'm looking at this. I'm like, wait a minute. What's all <laughs> So I'm like, what's all this? So the people in Crunch is telling me, like, oh, you got to do this, 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 and this. So I'm like, okay. But I don't know. I guess the delivery wasn't on. I didn't really get the delivery. And yeah. the people in Crunch was kind of shady. So I was like, yeah, I don't like this. And the crazy part was, um, after Crunch hired me, Blink hired me like two weeks later. So I'm juggling between the two. Now, mind you, I didn't know you. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to be working for two different gyms. Yeah. Right. So I'm juggling between the two, but no, I, neither one of the gyms knew. Right. So eventually I made the decision to like leave Crunch because the people in Blink, like the environment was much better. I like the environment better. So Blink, that's the gym where I felt like I was. I thrived. I learned. I learned. I learned a lot myself. In Blink, so I was there for like two and a half years. Then eventually, one of my one of my good friends, my best friends, Calvin, he was working at Blink, and then he went to Equinox, right? So he would come back to Blink, and Muns would sound like a whole scientist, like the terminology and everything he was using. I was like, what? Equinox does this to you, transform you, make you talk like this. <laughs> I was like, that's fine. I want that. Right. So he was like, yo, come to Equinox and everything. So I made the decision to go to Equinox. And just a, a crazy thing was the blink of Equinox was literally like right around the corner from each other. Yeah. So it was all cool. So now I'm in Equinox. Right. This is a whole different field. They be talking about white collar. We be talking about uh, um, top middle class to, uh, uh, high class people, right? So the environment completely different. Everything is different. So it's like it's more corporate. I'm like, okay, this is a big transition because Blink was more chill, more laid back. And then when I got to, at least my location was, and then when I got to Equinox, it was like a, I had to completely change everything, like how I how I carry myself and everything. So that was cool. Um, the the trainers, it was like a lot of other trainers at Equinox too. And they were a lot of them were competing in bodybuilding, right? So mind you, at this time I was I was um, considering competing in bodybuilding too. So I felt like everything was like timing was everything timing was great, 
Like I got there and then all these people was competing in bodybuilding and stuff like that. So when you get to Equinox, right, they assign you like a mentor. So my mentor was uh, William Gregory, who is a professional IFBB pro bodybuilder, right? So that was my mentor. That was like my big bro. This guy was about 6'6", 6'7", be talking about 260, 280 on a regular, right? This guy's huge. So he's giving me the runarounds and everything. So it was that and the, uh, the knowledge that I had to learn while being the Equinox. So the stuff I already knew that, that like that, that I learned just through from practice and from school, and then I learned a little bit more on top of that, and then I um, acquired more certifications while I was in Equinox. Yeah. Years later, uh, pandemic. So that whole process was I'm not not to, I'm not going to go too crazy in that situation because that situation was kind of crazy too. Um, it got to a point where I got to, uh, they gave me a cease and desist letter and everything. So it got crazy. Um, so after I left Equinox, so I'm doing my own thing and I'm doing good. I'm going to have to get into the cease, the cease and desist letter. So I got a, a letter from them saying I have to stop doing, uh, doing my business, promote myself because I signed a, um, non-compete waiver, um, uh, when I yeah. enrolled in Equinox. So I didn't know anything about paperwork. I just wanted to, I just wanted to work at Equinox. I didn't really care for the paperwork. So that kind of set me back. That messed me up in the long run. You feel me? So my cease and desist letter uh, ended in November of 2020. Mind you, I left Equinox about April. About yeah, about April, and they hit me with that letter in June. So I had to go from June to November, like not promote myself, just like word of mouth only. Yeah. And just pro- and me uh, putting up my videos that people already knew me. So good thing. Good thing about that. People who knew me like, OK, I know him. I know where he came from. So some of my some of my friends actually became my clients. So shout out to them. OK. So that was the, how that transition went from gym to gym to gym to do my own thing. OK. Now, um. When it came to, aside from that, like when it came to like the people becoming your clients, um, like how did you, how did you like assess people as far as like fitness level went? Um, movement, how you move. So one of the things I learned in Equinox is basically there's a, uh, FMS kit. So it's a, a full um, movement. Um, I forget the the acronym. Excuse me, but basically it's a, it's an assessment to see how people how well people move, right? So I basically took their style and like implemented my own, like made it much shorter. So basically, I'll go through the warm ups and everything. So uh, how you warm up, and then I'll show them what to do. So okay, you want to do fifteen squats and and fifteen push ups. So basically, from Equinox, how they how they assess you is like that's the things you look for. I was like, okay, so my simpler way of doing it is just just having people do a squat and push-up and looking for these errors and these movements from there just to make things easier for me. Yeah. So, so that's what I'll do on a, um, like a complimentary session. Yeah. And, and when you're assessing people, like are you looking for like their form and, and stuff like that? Absolutely. Uh, their form, their breathing. Uh, posture, positioning. Okay. 
And then, you know, when it came, like, you know, when you started your fitness journey, I just want to go back a little bit. Like when you started your fitness journey and, and, you know, like building muscle, you know, what kind of foods were you consuming? And then on top of that, was it hard to like eat healthy in general? So when I first started, I was literally just because all I heard was if you want to be big, you got to eat big. So yeah. Oh yeah. No context. (laughs) That's all I heard. Nobody saying how many, nobody introduced calories, macros. I didn't know any of that. All I just knew was just eat a lot of food. Yeah. So at first I was just going on this mega dirty bulk. So a dirty bulk is basically you eat all like the bad foods, the fast foods, the burgers, the desserts, extra. So I was wilding. Yeah. <laughs> I was modeling White Castle, McDonald's every day. I was working on two fifth at the times and all these fast foods are literally right across the street for me. So it was super convenient. So at first it was like a lot of fast foods, a lot of fast foods. I had I had um I had my, my vegetables and my fruits and stuff, of course, but a lot of my foods I had a, I had to eat in a surplus, a caloric surplus. So I was doing that without even knowing it. Yeah, you know we eat a lot of these fast foods. They're so like, they have like a lot of calories in it. Yeah, so I was just eating and eating and eating and eating. I, that was from like, my journey started in two thousand seven, and I was eating like that until about twenty twelve. Okay. And then from 2012, then my uh, nutrition started changing. Uh, well, I started working in a different area. Um, so I was working downtown at that time. So, yes, all the stuff was around. I, I worked at GNC, right? Okay. The stuff that was around this GNC, it's like a lot of health foods, like stuff that was high in protein, but, but healthy, like with the vegetables and, and the um, proper carbs that you need and everything. So the more of this stuff was around, and I'm in GNC, so you have protein bars, protein shakes, this and that. And some of the uh, coworkers, since we all working in there, you need some type of knowledge of supplementation. Yeah. But some type of knowledge of supplementation comes with some type of knowledge of nutrition. So I'll be chopping it up with some of my coworkers who they, they would work out and everything. So I would learn from them. There was like different body types. There was guys like Chunky. Then there was guys like Rip. So the guy was ripped. He was like, oh, I'll do this, this, everything straight, this, this, this. So I'm like, wow. See, I didn't know all this, right? Yeah. I just wanted to be big. That's it. So I'm like, all right, cool. So then from there, I started to like even sharpen it up from there. So yeah. from uh, that was from about 2013 to 2016. So I was in GNC. From there, that's when I got to Blink. Now I'm a personal trainer. After I went to school, they already from school. I already learned how to eat. They taught us how to eat, and then now I'm I'm like more aware of calories, calories in, calories out, uh, total daily expenditure, everything like that, right? So now I'm in Blink, applying the stuff that I know, without really tracking it. Yeah. Right. I'm not tracking at this time, but I'm more wise on my decisions. So from 2016 to 2018, that's when my body went through this whole transition. Mind you, I said I from 27 from 2007 to 2012, it was like a dirty bulk. Yeah. From like uh, 2012, 2013 is to 2016, it was like okay, I wasn't eating like that. It was more healthier. And then from 2016 to 2018, I learned how to eat properly without tracking. So now my body 
transformed. My workouts changed. So that assisted how my body transformed. So I was bulky. I went from bulky to like really cut up and lean. So all the muscle that I developed from that dirty bulk and up, when I dropped it down, I was able to highlight the muscle I developed. Yeah. Right. So like I said, I wasn't tracking anything. I didn't learn to actually track till I got to Equinox. Like I said, it was a bunch of other bodybuilders. Now, what made me get really on point with it was now I'm competing. I'm like, I already signed up for a competition. I'm getting ready for my competition. So I'm like, okay, my body transformed. I'm, I, I, I gained a little bit more weight so I could put on some more mass. So I could do the whole process I did again, right? So I'm like, okay, I signed up. I don't have a coach, anything. I'm like, I'm just going to do the same thing I did last year. Right, this is 2019 now. I'm gonna do the same thing I did last year. Cool. Everything I did that that year before was not working. Nothing was working. Right. So now I'm six weeks away from the competition. I am frustrated. I'm nervous. I'm still holding a lot of water weight. I'm still holding like a good amount of fat. I'm I'm not making no progress. This and that. Right. So yeah. I'm stressing. One of my co-workers, my OG, Fernando, right? He was like, yo, do you have a coach? My, meanwhile, my mentor, he's competing for his bodybuilding. So he can't really, like, help me out because he has to – he's at a higher level, so he has to focus on him, right? Yeah. So Fernando, he was like, oh, do you have a coach or anything like that? I'm like, nah. He said, yo, if you want, I could be a coach. I'm like, That's, I'm like, I appreciate it. I don't have any money or anything like that. He's like, nah, it's all, it's all good. Like, we all help each other. So I'm like, yo, I appreciate that. Right. I didn't know how to pose. I wasn't tracking or anything. Fernando came in. He's like, all right, this is what you want to do. You want to eat this, this amount, this time, this, 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 this. I'm like, how am I supposed to know if I'm getting all this? He said, get a scale. Right. Got a scale. Now, after, during this time, honestly, I didn't know how to cook. But made me learn how to cook, force myself to cook was me competing. So I'm nervous, like, I don't know how to cook. I'm tripping. I'm like, yo, this is going to be crazy. Eventually, I said, yo, shut up. Learn what you got to learn and just do it. Yeah. Right? So I had the scale. I'm learning how to cook. I'm learning these foods. So And he's teaching me how to pose, right? So every day, I come into work. He's like, all right, take your shirt off. Let's see. So I'm basically seeing how my body's transforming as he's giving me this new, the nutrition and everything. I wasn't doing cardio. He made me start doing cardio an hour a day at first, 30 minutes uh, fasted, 30 minutes afterwards, right? So this is a whole transition. I'm new to all of this. I'm literally just being thrown to the, like. What's going on, guys? I just wanted to come up here real quick and say thank you to those that have been continuing to listen to the Black Wolf Media Podcast. I really appreciate you. You have no idea, but I do need your help. If you guys find value in the content that is being produced, I need you to share this with your friends, your family, your neighbors, and your coworkers. It, it doesn't matter. Also, on whatever platform you guys are listening to, leave comments and give me a star rating. Let me know what you dislike. Let me know what you did like. And also, you can you guys can even suggest what you guys want me to talk about on some of my future episodes. Again, guys, like I said, I want to add more value, but I do need your help to grow this show. Now, let's get back into this episode. Peace. Going to the wolves kind of thing, right? 
So I'm like, all right, this is crazy. So I already, I already mustered up everything. Like, all right, just do the nutrition, and now I got to do the cardio, right? I don't like cardio. But cardio, if you really want to burn that extra fat, you have to do the cardio, yeah. right? Knowing this, I'm a, I already went to school and knew this, but I still didn't like it. But I, I just did the cardio regardless. From there, as the weeks went on, I was eating less and less and less carbs until a point I was eating no carbs at all. So how I was, my how my body was changing, my moods and everything, it was like, it was intense. It was real intense. Yeah. But how my body transformed, I never seen. So the year 2018, I got lean. That was cool. I've got, I've never seen, at this point, I'm even more lean than that. Right? I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So I look like, so I lost a lot of weight. And we're like, no, we look good. Like, yo, you change and everything. So at that point, that's how I really learned how to zero in and really like lock in on nutrition at that yeah. point. So that's how my body, how I transformed through like the knowledge and like basically and the people too and applying it. Yeah. And, and yo, so like when you were, when you were dirty bulking, um, and eating all that food, all the fast food, like, did you ever have any, like, worries of any health problems? Yes, I did. And knowing my family history, yeah. um, both sides, like, a lot of the men in my family, like, the, as far as heart health and everything, not that great. But that was one of the reasons that also uh, motivated me to keep uh, exercising to help yeah. prevent that. Well, well, minimize that as much as possible, at least. Yeah. Um, so, yes, it was there. And also knowing that I was young. So I'm like, I have an advantage. I'm young. So I could, I could get away with it. Yeah. So that's what that was. Okay. Okay. Now, um, after, like, you know, once you got super leaned out, did you ever, you know, did you ever feel like, tired or did you ever feel like man like I'm not going to be able to maintain this like did you ever have that feeling nah the what was really going on through my head the whole time was really like cuz I'm a I'm a I'm a strength athlete right I yeah. care about my lifts my, my performance and everything right so as you chop as you're trimming down you're dropping weight you're losing strength so I'm literally watching myself get weaker and I'm getting tight. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I wanna, I'm doing all this just to lose lose strength. I'm getting weak. So this whole time, mentally, I'm in my head complaining like, yo, I'm getting mad weak. I'm getting mad small in whatever case it be. It's not, it was never like, damn, I don't know if I could do this. Like, it, wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. It was more of a, my performance and, my, and, and me losing my, my size because Remember, like coming up, my thing was I just want to be big. I want to be big. Yeah. So I'm doing this, and I'm actually versing down. I'm like, what's? So it was like a really like. I was like, what is this? This is not the plan. This wasn't the plan. This wasn't anything I was expecting. I was expecting like this. You feel me? So that's what was really like thought process. It was like I just want this over with. Yeah. And then and then towards the end, I didn't feel tired neither. Surprisingly, I, I didn't feel tired, um, especially around those times with like consuming less carbs and less calories in general. 
Yeah. You should feel like aggy and like low of like um energy, but it wasn't that. I, at that at that point, it was like I just want this to be over with. Yeah, you feel me. So, what was also uh, <laughs> what was also help holding me down was I was smoking too. Okay, you feel me? So that was also like keeping me calm and everything. So I didn't really go through like having like aggy moments or and just like complaining all the time. Like, well, complaining to people and just like com- like you feel me? It wasn't yeah. anything like that. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, so, you know, once you got done with with the competition, man, like, you know, what was, what was the first thing you ate? And another question, like, would this be something that you would do again? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a athlete through and through. Um, uh, first thing I ate after the competition went to the Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) Meanwhile, I've never been there, right? This is my first time there. So, I walk in there. It's it's me, my mom, and my girlfriend at the time. Right? I walk in there. I'm still hype. I still have my shirt off from the competition. I didn't put my clothes on. So I'm still shirtless. I have my medals on. Everything. Walk in a cheesecake factory. Right? So the person sits us down and everything. So he's sitting down. Of course, everybody's looking because I have my shirt off and. I don't care. I'm in the moment. I just, I just bodied my first competition, right? right? <laughs> so, eventually, um, the uh, the waitress she comes, she takes the order, doesn't say anything, right? The owner, he came to say he's the owner. He's like, oh hey, so we had uh some complaints saying like somebody had their shirt off, whatever case it be. He's like, so what's going on? He's like, oh, you just come from competition or something? I'm like, yeah, I just I just did my first my first bodybuilder competition. So great, how did it go? So I told him how it went. He was like, all right, cool, no worries. He said, I'll tell you what, uh, get whatever dessert you want. That's on the house, right? Okay, okay. And he gave me a t-shirt too. I'm like, oh, all right, cool, thank you. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. Somebody snitched and got me a free <laughs> dessert. That's tough, <laughs> right? Came back after eating the food. He's like, you know what? Your food is on the house, but he was like, like my mom, my girlfriend had to pay when I was like, damn, that's crazy. I got free food. They had to pay too or whatever. Yeah. That was tough. But nobody, nobody minded whatever it tasted. I was like, see, that's crazy. See what happens when you snitch? Right. And I, I, I just get even more. See what happens? <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, that solid. was cheesecake was the first thing I had. Yeah, that's um, solid, man. Yeah, so it was that was like that was great. I had uh a big ass burger and a big giant cheesecake with a milkshake, yeah. wallet about two thousand calories. What? Are you kidding me? Mind you, <laughs> mind you, right? Like I said, I was zeroed out on carbs. But the early the morning uh, of the competition, my coach was like, "Yo, you can have some pancakes, right?" Mind you, I went weeks without carbs. The day of competition, you said I can have pancakes. <laughs> Yo. I was like, all right, can I have syrup at least? He said, nah, no syrup, just the pancakes. I'm like, what about water? Nah, no bath. Straight pancakes. Yeah. I didn't complain, though, because that was the first set of carbs I had in weeks. Oh, man. And it had the butter, so that was more than enough, like, bath for me. Yeah. You feel me? So I was like, yo, that was so good. That pancakes never taste like that before. Yeah. Oh, man. So so tell me, man, like, you know, how did you get into 
the courses? Like, how'd you get into teaching courses to self-sufficient people? All right. So this is recent, actually. This yeah. is when we in April. This was I didn't make this decision until about February, honestly. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking up things. So I'm going to my training. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a coach, I'm a personal trainer, so I'd still do one-on-one trainings and things like that. And then, I don't know, stuff in life is just happening. I'm dropping clients. I'm like, yo, this is not it. What else can I do? So I'm on YouTube. I'm doing, like, what else can I can I do, whatever. So I see a video. They're like, um, they gave out certain things you could do, and then it came up about Teachable. I'm like, okay. So I looked up Teachable, and I liked the stuff that they said. It's like it was easy to use. Anybody could do it. It's getting a friendly People making like a lot of money. We talking about uh, five figures a month. We talking, we talking like six, seven figure people, even eight. So I'm like, that's crazy. So you could, you could make some money in this. I'm like, I right, bet. So you know, like I've been training for more than 15 years. I'm a certified trainer. I have more than three certifications. Got injured several times. I rehab myself every single time. Yeah. So it's like I've been through the much, like so I have experience and I have knowledge. Like I could teach people. I, I could I could use this. I could teach people. I could teach people to be better, and in return, you get a profit. I make money from it, yeah. right? That. So I'm just like, okay, I'm teaching nutritional literacy. So basically, nutritional literacy is is broken up into four components. It's basically the, the uh, knowledge and understanding of movement. Uh, competence, how well you can move. Confidence, are you confident enough to move uh, uh, efficiently? And um, motivation, like being motivated to continue uh, including movement in your in your daily life. Yeah. Right? So basically, you can't tell people, you know, everybody wants to work out and everything and lose weight. So you can't just tell people, yo, you got to lose weight, this and that, whatever the case it be. So what I my thought process was at least try to make it sound fancy, make it sound good, right? So I'm so my at first the pitch was if you understand financial literacy, you should understand the importance of physical literacy, right? So basically with movement, my thing is movement is uh, se- uh movement over over sedentary. So you know like assets over liabilities. Yeah. Financial literacy and physical literacy are one and the same thing. So. Uh, movement over sedentary. Movement is an asset. Movement and assets is what uh, gives you more. Like that's that's these are the things that pres- uh, preserves your life. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A liability is something you don't want. It's something that's if anything deterioration, right? Sedentary. That's the same thing. If you're sitting down all day, your muscles going to get weaker. Uh, your joints is going to become like real stiff. Um, it's a whole bunch of bad things just happen. You start to gain more weight because the more, the less uh, you move around, the more you, you start to gain weight because you're not burning anything. So all those calories you're consuming, it's just being stored. So that's where the weight comes from. You feel me? So that's 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 what I'm saying. So uh, being sedentary and and it's, being sedentary is a liability, basically. Yeah. You feel me? So that's how I first started pitching it. Um, started creating a course that was at first I had to make the blueprint that took that didn't take long it was really just making the courses it was like okay so I know exactly what I want to put I didn't really I'm like I know what I want to say but now I'm going through the process I'm not I'm not doing these courses taught me a lot about myself 
right? Yes. I'm not one to plan. I'm not a planner. I'm more of a go with the flow kind of guy, right? Yeah. So when I'm going through my courses, at first I was freestyling, and then I was like, mm, I'm going through my videos, editing my videos. I'm like, okay, I could have said this better. So I'm like, maybe I need to start doing the script, right? Planning something. So at first I was like, oh, this is different, but I'm gonna do it. At first there was some resistance, but I was like, originally, like, like eventually I got over it. You feel me? So I started doing the courses, and then um. It's mostly, it's a lot of information. It's mostly done. The only thing that really has to be done is like adding more like exercises to the courses, everything like that. Yeah. But it wasn't until reach like last week, I didn't decide my target or I didn't really hone down on my target audience, right? So I was, so I'm going through the courses and I'm learning a lot on YouTube. So that's my thing, right? So I invested a lot of my time into just like learning to try to get myself better and everything. Like the learning the things I gotta do to get to get me where I gotta go. Right. So I'm I'm learning I'm learning these things. And um they're like you have to hone down, like, yes, I'm a, I'm I have courses, but who is this who is it for? I, at first I'm like, oh, it's for anybody. It's for people. People who wants to who wants to learn how to be their own trainer. Eventually I learned like that's not it. That's that's too broad. And like that's too broad. I have to make it more narrow. So I'm a person of being like self-sufficient. So I do my own my own training, my own programming, and just like that, right? So I'm teaching people how to do this stuff. So I'm like, okay, I was overthinking this process the whole time. I'm basically teaching self-sufficient people. So me just learning all these things and just going over like the courses again and like looking at the course names like Oh, so this is my this is my target audience. So it was really it was it was like a it's it's still a process of putting everything together. But like as soon as I found my target audience, like exactly honing down on everything, I felt like, oh no, nah, it's over. It's yeah. over. I got it now. Okay. Now I think, man, so far two of the most important things I've learned from you is that you gotta shut that voice up that negative voice in your head that's telling you you can't do stuff. Yeah. And then I think the second most important thing is you got to be able to accept the challenges, you know what I'm saying? Even if you got to be able to accept the challenges and get uncomfortable, you know, especially if you've never done something before. I think those are the two most important things that, while you know, that I've learned while, we, while we've been having this conversation, which I think is awesome. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. One of my... Uh, one of my last questions to you, man, is, you know, um, what kind of advice would you give to somebody that, you know, they on a fitness journey and, you know, they eventually want to become a personal trainer and start their own business? What kind of advice would you give them? Uh, I'll probably give three pieces of advice. Start now. That's one. Two, make a plan. Three, understand that it's a it's a it's a long game. Yeah. That's solid. That's solid. Especially that last part, because you gotta learn to love the process. And I think a lot of people the process can be long and grueling and it can definitely test your dedication, you know what I mean? So I think that's solid, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Because your definitely um, grip will definitely be tested. Definitely, man. 
Um, so yeah, man, my, my, my very last question to you, man, is like, you know, if people, they want to, uh, you know, they want to try out your course, um, they want to just contact you, man. How would people, you know, get in touch? Oh, yes, sir. So can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. All right, Pat. So, um, let me go to the exact link, the name of the link. Yes, sir. Because I'm I'm bad off of remembering the links, link names, everything like that. Nah, uh, but it's um www.teachable.com slash physical literacy. Okay. So I um I have two courses, one on physical literacy and one on nutritional literacy. Okay. So if you um if you go to physical literacy, there's you you're gonna find nutritional literacy on that same page. Okay. And there you have it, man. How how can people how can people you know uh reach you? Oh, it's gonna be a while. All right, no, it's not. No, no it's not gonna be that long. But, um, <laughs> IG, my business page, uh, Gains Fitness with three Z's. Yo, you still there? What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Oh, wow. What was the last thing you heard? Uh, Gains Fitness with three Zs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so that was my IG. So Gains Fitness with three yeah. Zs, uh, underscore at the end. Facebook is facebook.com slash Gains13. Twitter, uh, Gains Fitness 1. And YouTube, Gains Fitness. All right. And there you have it. Thank you for having me, Golly. Greatly yes, appreciate it. Hey, man, thank you for giving pleasure. me this opportunity. Yes, thank you. Thank you. All right, man. Hey, guys. Again, I'm your host, Adrian Evans uh, of the Black Wolf Media Podcast. And I had a song, Rose of Gains Fitness, man. Hope you guys were able to learn something, man. As I always say, take notes of the most important stuff. Um, guys, that's the end of the episode. This was another addition to the Black Wolf Media Podcast. And we out. Peace. Peace. All right, y'all. That's the end of the episode. If you don't mind, do me a little favor and share this with a friend, a family member, neighbor, or a coworker if you got some value from this. Thank you for listening. And be sure to tune into the next episode. Peace.